0: Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard.
1: Hi there, you're listening to Waking Up in America, a radio magazine, dynamic radio dialogues on life today in America, brought to you by Bragg, and that's dot Happily 200 the coning company drval.com and 42action.org Bob Sercosta of the Home Shopping Network says we're doing radio that is changing the world. Thanks for the endorsement Bob. You might hear a telephone ringing, a dog barking, or an angel singing as we call in from our homes and offices around the world to cause this program. Now Jesus spoke in Aramaic and in the Lord's Prayer, pray means to go out into the world and get that which is yours. So Always include a prayer for the celebration of our republic, for the United States, for America. And today, we ask your respect for our animal friends as well as for each other and our communities. We are a nation structured in Christian values. The Ten Commandments work, guys. Let's bow our heads in appreciation for the men and women who have died to protect that freedom. And let's celebrate those who uh, push that freedom forward so today's program is going to be a fun one we've got we're having a conversation on the red pill and the blue pill with an expert on the subject ron holman and if you um if you want to um, tweet while we're on the air you can tweet at tweet me at val Kirkgard one and that's v a l k i r k g a a r d one so Good morning, I have a co-host this morning, the ever popular and original listener to Waking Up in America, Gail Ellen, and we have our special guest, uh, Ron Holman. So, Gail, say good morning.
0: Good morning, good morning, and we're so excited that Ron Holman is with us. He's a pretty interesting man, energy medicine, um, uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things that ron is up to and he's really someone that's making a difference in people's lives so we're going to have a really good morning
1: yeah we totally are and one of the things that you're going to love is that this conversation the man who's having this conversation with you was actually introduced to me by david jananda uh, who is becoming a dear friend and uh, i met her at a healing session in santa monica and since i've met her uh, very interesting things have showed up in my life. So when she invited me to go to a, a full moon, sort, where she mentioned the full moon ceremony, and he as well mentioned it, Ron actually came over and got an ear coating from me. And Diva Jananda loves them, and so do I. And um, I've been doing the coning company, um, www.coningcompany, uh, since 1992 and that's codingcompany.com, www.codingcompany.com. So that's how I physically met Ron, and he mentioned this full moon ceremony, and I realized that I had in my precedence a, a medicine man or a alchemist, okay, and one of the most interesting people I've ever met, and I took the journey out to uh, his uh, he actually is the president of an HMO, and when you visit his HMO, you see these marvelous crystals and conversations all over the place. that
0: mm-hmm. really what it a,
1: amazed me. I had no idea that we actually had such magical and um, powerful wow. medicine. Wow, what, what
0: an interesting place.
1: <laughs> really, wait till you get out there, Gail. So um, it's, I'm very, well, very excited about this.
0: Wow, I think it's good to say that Ron actually is a Ph.D. In, in counseling therapy, so he's now merging two of the great sciences.
1: And a little story that Ron mentioned to us, um, he actually was started on this journey because of his wife had been, um, been handed a death sentence by doctors, and Ron basically said, I don't think so. And... Um, extended her life for another 29 years or so from what had originally been stated. So if some doctor has handed you an end-of-life story, you don't have to buy it. There's uh, possibilities all over the place, and you can actually share this recording uh, with your friends and your doctors as you wish. So, Ron Holman, welcome to Waking Up in America. We're honored to have you, sir.
2: Thank you, and good morning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So <laughs> we decided. When I was over at his um, office, he he at a certain point he's got a smile on his face. He just loves to sit there on the full moon and work, working at his paperwork in his huge office. And then at one point he certain point he puts out a red pill and asks me if I'd like to take one. And I I said yep, and I did. And we were actually tell him what we were doing on the full moon run.
2: Well, we're collecting ormus on the full moon, and, and
0: Orim- tell us what that is, Ron. Actually, okay. and uh, right. and and tell us some of the lineage about it. How it's okay. related so, to Cleopatra.
2: All right. So, so ormus, orbitally rearranged Monoatomic substance, is a substance that manifests through an alchemical portal and many cultures in history have collected the Orimus and Cleopatra was one of them. She said I bathed in milk to stay young and what she called milk was Orimus and it is uh, really quite uh, magical Um, I've covered my skin with it uh, for the last few years and massaged it into my, uh, gums of my, uh, mouth. And the, uh, it tightens up, it sort of acts like a natural Botox on the skin. And it makes your skin glow and look very, very young. And, and the pockets around my teeth, I have dental records where, Uh, I've gained at least 35 millimeters of pocket depth back where the pockets are reattached to the teeth. So, you know, when when they clean your teeth, they always usually (coughs) measure the depth of the pocket, either one millimeter, two, three, five. Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. There's a recession. There's a recession of the gums, And so you're saying that it actually can help that recession. That's a yeah. lot. Of, that's a problem as we age, actually, Ron. So, uh, are you saying that the that the Orimus actually can help that recession uh, on the gum?
2: Sounds like reverse it, Gale.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, wow. I've, I've, I've
2: Thirty-five millimeters of pocket depth is reattached to my teeth.
1: That's amazing. Really powerful.
2: I have a quickie for you
1: here too. One of the things that you mentioned was an alchemical portal. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. Most people aren't going to have a concept of what an alchemical portal is and um I was wondering if you could uh, let us know what that is.
2: Well, um gee, uh alchemy, what is alchemy? You know, alchemy or with the is a portal. Yeah, an energetic portal means that uh a Uh, I would call it a gateway, opens and from the unmanifested the ORMS comes through and manifests into existence. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So when the circumstances are created for that uh, alchemy, for that portal to open, then the ORMS comes through and comes into existence, and so, if you come if you come to collect the RMS, you can actually see the RMS bursting into existence, and the atmosphere is really quite uh, happy and loving, and it's really quite a inspiring atmosphere during the collection. I think you know you experienced it, so oh, I so. totally
1: did. In fact, I took pictures of it, Ron. So what I think I'm going to put on the website is the people smiling, stirring the the big containers of Orimus.
2: Right, right. And it's, uh, you know, the uh, Jews called it manna from heaven when they were in the desert. They said, we ate manna from heaven. Well, they left Egypt. They found out how to collect oromus in Egypt, and they continued to collect it, at least you know, uh, for some period of time. Now, and are so... Things? Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go what,
1: ahead. One of the things that you mentioned uh, when you were talking about re- the, the rescission on your gums, yes. that transformation, and you've talked about using it on your skin, what happens if you take Ormus internally?
2: Well, uh, you know, I think uh, it's what can be said it amplifies the the unfolding of consciousness through whatever prayer and meditation a person participates in so it is quite a um, accelerating process when there's lots of studies on the internet about orms used in farming and it makes the plants grow quicker bigger and produce Healthier and larger fruit. So you can apply that to the individual also. So it just, you know, opens up the potential for individuals to, uh, let's just say, uh, manifest uh, their life purpose, uh, discover who they are, wake up to uh, what is out there or what is in the
0: field of possibilities? So you oh, I actually, like that we're on the field of possibilities. Yeah, uh, actually, that, that's a that's a good place to stand.
1: Well, what I wanted to ask about was what it sounds to me like you're talking about is the, that the oramas actually is is part of the quantum field, and that we're actually pulling in the oromus from the quantum field.
2: Exactly.
1: But the, yeah, but I know the quantum exactly. field is particles and waves. So through our intention and through the portal, we then create the different oramuses. One of the articles that I read was talking about how the Indians used oramas, and they painted their bodies with it. And that's the, the, the paint mm-hmm. that you see on Indian bodies sometimes. Um, could you comment on that?
2: Well, you know, I think that there are places uh, on the earth where uh, oramas or Orm is naturally forming. And, um, um these different cultures have discovered that and have used that in that sort of way um, and uh personally, I've found that uh, the ormis that we collect uh I've had some of the ormis that is naturally forming in freshwater pools in different different places on the earth, and I think that the difference is that. Our Oremus, we collect. It's the wet method, W-E-T. Uh, there are several ways of collecting Oremus, but the wet method is the easiest and the safest, I think. Um, we collect it in a uh environment. And Navipassanum, yeah, Navipassanum is the substance that thousands of years ago, um, the stories of the Fountain of Youth, uh, came from the stories that you know ship captains sailing <clears throat> around the south tip of India and hearing stories about the fountain of youth and you know it ended up in back in Europe and you know how stories change when they go from person to person and they thought it was a pool of water in the ground in Louisiana or something but or uh, uh is a substance that that my information is was first made seven or 8,000 years ago by an immortal yogi by the name of Boganathar who was one of Babaji's teachers. And it's made from thousands of herbs and minerals and the final ingredient uh, is a catalyst that turns this semi-liquid herbal mass into a stone-like substance that's harder than granite. And when that touches water it energizes the water and it becomes a medicine and this is the environment in which the orimus is collected in
1: huh. how did you get to this, this field of study in the first place <laughs> this is fascinating you know,
2: it's just, you know, I was just following breadcrumbs. I, uh, <laughs> you know, my wife was sent on to die, and, and we said, well, let's look outside the box. And we looked at each other, and we said, well, where in the heck do you think we should start? We were very traditional, uh, you know, people that grew up right here in L.A., and, and, uh, You know, I looked in the phone book for a healer. Well, you can imagine what I found. But (laughs) the good thing is that, you know, every step I took, I paid attention. And there was another one or two steps that were there, other leads, other healers. And I just went from one after another after another and just a lot of frogs. Uh, you know, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on stuff that, you know, didn't work and met some incredible people and, uh, even a couple of black magicians. And I mean, it's weird. There's a lot of weird stuff out there, I guarantee you, in all cultures. And some of them know that it's weird and a lot of them don't. They're (laughs) like typhoid Marys carrying stuff with them. And so I ended up in India and, 95, and I've been back 15 times, and every time I go somewhere, you know, something shows up. Some other sign is available, and, you know, I just have paid really close attention, and I've had the means to be able to go and do and, and, and experiment with stuff. When I was sitting
1: what? in your office... Uh, 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 let me do this, Gail, Then I'm going to pass it over to you. Uh, when I was sitting in your office and you were sitting at your desk writing and we were all gathering for the ceremony, I felt as though you were a father who's who was um, smiling because his chicks were coming home. <laughs>
2: was that an accurate uh, assumption? Well, you know, compared to the... Path that I'm on. I'm a chick myself. I mean, uh-huh. it's just, it's just, uh, you know, the the what's possible in this place of duality and those that have gone before us that have moved past the limitations of time and distance. I mean, you know, I mean, this is what you know our species is capable of. And when we dissolve the distinctions between the body and the soul that are all in the mind we then dissolve time and distance and we can come and go you know like they have like jesus the christ like babaji like boganathar like the buddha i mean these are ones that have gone before us that have done what we're talking
0: about well ron let's go let's go back to the beginning here because health Itself is a balance of the mind, the body, and the spirit. So disease is an unbalance of those three key areas. So what you're up to is bringing in this dynamic of energy medicine, correct?
2: Yes, 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 yes. And there is... Go ahead.
0: Yeah, and now let's kind of bring that out a little more um, uh, you know how how this energy medicine really works and how some of the healing can occur with it um, aligned with this mind-body-spirit balance
2: yeah there's like an infinite uh, number of layers and shades to energy I mean we all know that there is an infinite unfolding, and what is that unfolding coming from? You know, what is the refinement, and even for those that have gone before us, that have moved beyond body and uh, mind and body separation. Right? Is there is there a infinite unfolding for them? I would say yes. There is. Mm-hmm. There's an infinite mm-hmm. unfolding. <clears throat> so from where I'm sitting, the unfolding is the refinement of the way my emotional body interacts with my physical body, interacts yeah. with my energetic body. Yes. Yeah. So anytime I push against the circumstances of my life, wanting it to be different than the way it is. You know, mm-hmm. I'm creating a interfering wave that can teach me something. Mm. So, So energy medicine is, I mean, every energy healer, everybody that lays on hands, every kind of, I mean, just in a restaurant. I mean, how many times have you gotten a meal and before you even took a bite, you notice that? Wow, the chef that made this had a fight with his wife this morning.
0: That's <laughs> right. That's exactly right. And you'll get a stomachache. You are a hundred percent right.
2: Unless, uh, unless you clear the food, notice the energy, you know, and bless it. Yep. This is yep. why we bless. This is why we bless our food. This is a
1: wonderful place
2: to take a break and thank our our
1: sponsors and the, the people that we give shout-outs to for um, helping Waking Up in America be on the air. This is our 29th year on the radio. So hop on over to our website at wakingupinamerica.com and sign up for our newsletter and check out our sponsors when you're over on the web page. They're on the right-hand side of the page and at the bottom. And when you sign up for our newsletter, we'll give you the password that lets you visit the amazing section of our website. And there are some really great videos in there, you guys. And um, also, when you fill out the form, not the gobbledygook and things like that. Put in your name. Um, If you would like a call from us to, to welcome you, put in your telephone number. Uh, and uh, your email address and we'll periodically uh, send you little announcements or something of that nature. We don't do that that often but it's there to be done. So we want to say thank you. And uh, I've added something back onto the list to let you know about. Something that I did years ago and when I was going through my old radio books uh, over the weekend I noticed something that I had done on a regular basis and then somehow it had slipped out of existence to me and that was... uh, Care two, and that's the number 2.com, where you can actually click on, uh, it costs you nothing, you click on saving the rainforest, um, perhaps saving oceans or big cats, so contributing to um, breast cancer, for instance, something of that nature, and all you do is click your support, and then you save a certain amount of square feet in the rainforest or a certain amount of um land around big cats, something of that nature. And over the years, thousands and thousands of acres in the rainforest have been saved by people like you clicking on a button. And a matching sponsor comes in and and pays to actually buy that land or take care of it. So, once again, that's C-A-R-E and then the number two dot com. Go over and check it out. It costs you absolutely nothing other than a moment of your time. And it moves... The health and the life of the planet forward. Uh, this program is sponsored by Patricia and Paul Bragg's Apple Cider Vinegar and a lot of other things. I'm a real biggie on her um, uh, liquid amino acids and other things of that nature. The, the Braggs, and that's B R A G G dot com, they've actually been in the health business since 1912 and opened the first health food store in America. And Patricia carries on her father's legacy. And they are the drink of waking up in America. There are there are different um, drinks that have apple cider vinegar in them, and they're they're delicious. And if you drink one of those every day, you're going you're going to do a great boost for your immune system. Also, if you want one of a picture of Jesus walking on water, which actually happens to be a picture from a a made from a card a card made from a picture that's been in Patricia's family for seven generations is a picture of Jesus walking on water, and she passes that out, and she's given me some, and I'm putting those out for people. So if you'd like one of the Jesus Walks on Water cards um, that's directly from Patricia's family archives, uh, send me an email at val at com, and I'll pop you over one of those little cards to carry around. I have one in my wallet. I actually have one on the desk right here as I'm talking on the radio show. I love the idea that the possibility is offered that we can walk on water, and that's today what our show is all about, too, is the possibility of what's already here on this planet and available to you that you may not know about. We also like Kayani, which is presented to us by Mary Louise Zeller, and Kayani is the Quinket word for strong, And there is a series of products that come with that that are absolutely extraordinary. And we're so used to aging um, and getting older and getting weaker. That's the way the story goes. When you take products like Kayani and Bragg's apple cider vinegar and you drink Sir Jason Winters tea and you do longevity minerals, things of that nature, you can understand why we actually have the possibility of living to be 200 years old. So you can go to wakingupinamerica.com forward slash 200 forward slash. And right now, we're asking for people to contribute and help us build the website because this website is turning into a referral service for all the different things that give you vitality in life. So instead of winding down as you age, you can actually start planning things. I'm 75, so instead of having 25 years left, I have... Um, the possibility of 125 years left. Instead of falling apart as I age and not taking the time to repair myself, I'm in better shape now than I was a year or two ago, ever since I put this project together, and I'm doing that through Landmark's um, education. It's a self-expression and leadership project. So there's just all kinds of possibilities. We live inside of paradigms that have us continually trapped, and we'll talk more about the red pill and the blue pill in the next half hour, uh, we have protandin, which is a blood purifier, amazing stuff it's also an anti-inflammatory, okay I, I use it regularly and it's helped tremendously with um, what I thought was just arthritis, but it looks like a lot of what we call arthritis is inflammation. If you have sinus problems, go to the coningcompany.com and that's dot com, and look at the list. Of things that earconing actually does for you and that is a five thousand year process 5,000 years old you have legal issues that you want help with go to randy shannon's 42action.org and that's randy is actually at her parents 50th wedding anniversary celebrating with them over the term with her her wonderful boyfriend tad whitten that he she actually met here at waking up in america he's a terrific guy you'll love him and he'll be showing up too uh... We have the Salsa Twins in Albuquerque, uh, Jim and John, and um, I talk to Jim on a regular basis, and we've become dear friends over the years, and they've got great salsa, and their restaurant, the Pinto, is actually a destination restaurant in Albuquerque, and we're marketing with the stars. If you've got a product you want to put out under the Internet um, to some very interesting um, and intelligent people, and that's what we are, Radio for Intelligent People. So if you're listening... Ergo, you're intelligent. We appreciate having you here. Um, so you can check out Marketing with the Stars. You can check out the Galactic Federation. There's a monthly call on the Galactic Federation that introduces you to, to the different people and and um, beings that uh, inhabit the universe with us and uh, give us the latest update on the uh, ET news. So... <laughs> It's a fun universe when you get into it and you let it happen and that's exactly what Ron Holman has been talking about is the magic of the universe and we're on air with Ron Holman who actually owns his own HMO and can you believe it if when you go to his office for the full moon ceremonies the place is loaded with wonderful crystals and amazing things and he's a a friendly host and a wonderful uh, person and he provides us with Experiences and introduces us to people that we never may have discovered before, certainly not in one place. So, Ron, I, I, my computer just clicked off. I had the... I, I actually went to Wikipedia uh, for a different... I wanted to find out exactly when the Matrix had come out, Ron. It actually was out in 1999. Mm. So uh, it says the red pill and it's opposite the blue pill are popular cultural symbols representing the choice between embracing the sometimes painful truth of reality, the red pill, and the blissful ignorance of illusion. I'm not sure illusion is getting that blissful anymore. Um, The terms popularized, popularized in the science fiction culture are derived from the 1999 film The Matrix. In that film, the main character, Neo, is offered the choice between a red and blue pill, the blue pill would allow him to remain in the fabricated reality of the matrix, therefore uh, living the ignorance of illusion, while the red pill would lead to his escape from the matrix into the real world, therefore living into the truth of reality, even though it is harsher, a harsher, more difficult life. I don't find it harsher. I took the red pill when you offered it to me. I haven't found life harsher. I've actually been having a rip-snort and good time. Any comments,
2: sir? Yes, exactly. Um, I would say that, you know, um, when children grow up in their family and the culture that they grow up in and the society and the religion that they grow up in, uh, that there is certain uh, conditioning that happens. And before the age of reason, that's typically around seven years or eight years, uh, there's really no... Um comparing and contrasting or deciding what I want versus what i'm supposed to do, so you know the the uh, waking up is a is, for me I can certainly say is you know, deeply examining the conditioning that I was handed and making some decisions about what is really for me and what isn't for me. And uh you know, I walked away from my religion of of birth uh at about age eight or nine, and in two thousand and ten, I made peace with this church, and it just happened spontaneously hmm. so you know waking up you know is is really an interesting uh term, I would say that is a Uh, constant or continual or or an infinite unfolding of the field of possibilities, all possibilities, uh, into a life. I mean, why did we take birth? What are we here for? Certainly making money and having a relationship and taking care of family and, you know, seeing friends and everything seems to be part of it. At the same time, why are we here I mean that's really the question and what are we here to do or to be and you know I find that this journey that I sort of stumbled into uh, as a result of love for my wife uh, you know is really the key and what is behind all of the great religions is love the paths that they have are all different But as a result of that path and those practices and those prayers and those ceremonies, awakens the heart.
1: Gail, any questions or comments?
0: Well, I'm very uh, connected to what he's saying because it is really all about love. Absolutely, that is the bottom line. And on this heartfelt quest that you were on Ron um, it took you to um, these various parts of the world where uh, you discovered some of these things correct
2: exactly I mean there was a little piece here and a little piece there and a lot of the pieces started connecting and it was the same vibration Uh, spoken about in a different sort of way. I mean, I've done Zikr in my office with a Sufi saint that was an incredible, an incredible uh, calling of God's presence. And he Mm -hmm. defined a saint as a friend of God. Mm -hmm. And how sweet is that?
1: How did this ceremony or this experience? could you give it more depth for us or so that I can um, be with well a bit?
2: you know my friend mulana uh, who was uh i think he was, he lived, he was living in England you know was a a, a Sufi and there's several uh or, you know uh, tribes or different sects of Sufi and he have he his was a five hundred uh, year uh, uh seamless uh handing down of the tradition you know master to a student and uh it's he's part of the nakshbandi and it is a a a just a calling of god's presence with an intense and loud and heartfelt you know oh lord come be present here bless him. i mean just intensely loud and and from the depth of the heart and i mean i'm getting chills all over my body right now just talking about Uh and and you know there are so many different ways of praying it's beautiful 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 ways of awakening to that presence
1: would you do a prayer right now for for us and for our listeners
2: Oh gee! I think you're probably more qualified to do that <laughs> route than me i mean I, I really i just uh you know i uh i'm you know i'm just you know i'm just one of us that are on this path and i've found a few things, and you know i mean i'm not a teacher or a guru or anything i just i just i have, I have
1: to disagree
2: <laughs> well i i this is how I view myself and You know, I think that, you know, I uh, find that when two or more are gathered, there is a presence, there is an energy that opens. And this is what I like to do. I like to gather with like-minded souls. And in that atmosphere, it's like the Oromus. You know, if we collect Oromus with white salt, we get white Oromus pink salt, pink ormus, but sometimes the ormus comes through and it's different, and if you look closely, if you can see energy, the aura of the ormus is way different. I remember on one equinox with five different 30-gallon barrels that we were collecting, we got three different kinds of ormus. One had a rose aura one had a lavender aura and one had a blue aura and it was all the same salt the same ingredients Hmm. the same people etc and it is so interesting what i i call them our benefactors (laughs) you know i could just see them sitting somewhere watching and going okay let's let's put some of this kind of energy down into their collection this time, and let's see what they do with that. <laughs> and we're looking at it, and we're going, thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll, we'll watch, keep keep tuned in. We'll, we'll, we'll see what all this does for us and for the awakening down here.
1: So did you notice different properties when when you use the ormus the between the lavender and such?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I I do and it's and it's it's very subtle. I mean, energetic medicine is subtle and every healer is is got, you know, a little bit of the same and a little bit of different energy and, and it's like people. I mean, we're all different. We all have different fingerprints and <clears throat> the way that <clears throat> excuse me, a particular kind of energetic medicine interacts with one person might be, you know, sort of benign to somebody else. So this place, you know, I mean, we just sort of hunt around and use our energetic antenna to, to just notice where we're drawn and how long we're drawn to whatever it is we're drawn to. And over the 30 years, I mean, this is what I did. I was with some teachers and some healers and some, you know, medicine men and medicine women for a day, a month, a year. And then I moved on because that teaching was complete. So, you know, go ahead. Comment on that, Gail. I mean, you...
0: Well, it's, it's like different levels in life. You know, you're in grade one. then you're grade five, you know And so your compass of learning gets elevated So you go to the next level So this is, this sounds very harmonious, Ron With of course, you know You just would keep expanding and learning and integrating
2: And then there's some people That stay with one organization or one teacher for their whole life And that's perfect Mm -hmm. for them
0: For them, Mm -hmm. right
2: so I was thinking mm-hmm. of Fibonacci.
1: You know, uh, one uh, uh, zero as one and becomes one, and um, and then what? We get two. We put uh, we add two to one and we become three, and we add three to two and we become five. And it's just like everything that we do includes that which came before it.
2: It does, and within each tradition, uh, and each teaching. There is the capability of that unfolding, uh, and, uh, some of us, you know, sort of go from teaching to teaching for other specific re, uh, reasons that are consistent with our particular, uh, quest and our particular way of absorbing and understanding and learning and what we're, sp- how we're supposed to touch people.
1: Are you familiar so with, oh,
2: Go ahead. Go
1: ahead. I was just thinking. Um, I was wondering if you were familiar with the life and teaching of the masters of the Far East. That five volume set. That was a uh, yeah, that was
2: something that was profound for me to read that. Oh, I know. There's six volumes actually. Oh, is it six? Yeah, I re- I, yeah. I read that many, 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 many years ago, and it was one of the instrumental, uh, I think, uh, books that you know, sent me, you know, around the world. And, uh, you know, I believe everything in there happened and can happen and does happen. You know, it's like Babaji. You know, there's a ashram where, you know, people go and it's a Babaji, you know, but then further up on the mountain, there's another ashram that you can only get into if you can see it.
0: Huh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, when we talk about the life and teaching of the Masters of the Far East, some of the things that were included in those volumes, which were just totally provoking to to expansion of thought, were um, teleportation. Um, a, a thing that really stuck with me was the Master um, inviting people to come to his um, his leaving, so to speak, of the earth. Uh Uh, So they all came over for a party, and he celebrated with them all, and then he left on schedule for for whatever his next incarnation was, and there were just uh, so many different things in there um, that I hadn't even thought of as a possibility. So when you read about something like that and you get offered a possibility, then it opens up, it's a portal. It's an alchemical portal in a way, you know, to another reality.
2: Well, it is, and, you know, um, the um, ascending into heaven that, you know, the Bible talks about in the Old Testament, Elijah and Ezekiel, and then Jesus. Well, in the East, this is a regular part of most all of the cultures. In India, it's called Jiva Samadhi, and that's where the physical body dissolves into light. And it can come and go as that particular being. Role uh, evolves once they move past that milestone, and that is a milestone that all of our species has within us. You know, in Tibet it's called Rainbow Body, and in China it's called Golden Light Body. And this is uh, this is the path beyond the word or beyond religion. This is. This is something that, you know, many have taken, many, many, many have taken, and some of them are here, uh, sort of available to those that are supposed to interact with them to provide hints and clues and pointings like the red pills that came from the immortal yogi Boganathar, who was Babaji's teacher. And those red pills are herbs and carry the energetic medicine, the energetic signature to awaken within each individual their potential to discover, you know, the wonders that are available that they're supposed to uh, bring forth. So everybody that takes a, a red pill has uh, a personal, individual experience. You know, I you know, people ask me, well, what is it going to do? And, and I say, well, it's for those to get a yes in their heart without questions. And if you get a yes in your heart without questions, you know, you just ask me for the red pills and I give them to you. And that's it. And they're free. Oh, that's cool. I'm looking yeah. at my bookcase
1: right now, Ron. And um, I, I want to mention to our listeners that there's a book that a lot of our listeners are Christians and there's actually an excellent book written by Eugene Whitworth called The Nine Faces of Christ and it's actually the education of Jesus and it's very interesting and part of his journey does include India, it also includes England and another thing, you hear about Jesus starting at about 33 years when he's a little kid and then older uh, and this journey is uh, well well documented in Eugene's book, he's since passed, but he he was actually a dear friend, and I actually wrote a screenplay on this called The Jade Sun. So there's a lot behind um, the story of Christ that hasn't been shared and would fit very closely for what it is that Ron and, and Gail and I have been discussing today. And also, Ron, when you came over to the house, you and I had a fascinating conversation on um, the difference between time traveling and stopping time. Uh, I was sharing some experiences with you, and I was asking for your expertise. And uh, just as a for for those in our listening audience who have had these experiences, but probably have never even mentioned them or talked to anybody about them because they don't want to appear weird, um, I was wondering if you could um, have some kind of conversation on both time traveling, and you had mentioned, um, you know, time traveling and the stoppage of time, the difference of them, and how
2: that works. Well, you know, I don't really know how it works. I have experienced stuff consciously, and um, to seek these powers is really quite an ego trip. To notice—that's a different story. I believe that God gives us all the experiences and all the powers and all of the abilities that we need when we need them. So I am perfectly happy and comfortable to have no clue how to teleport. And yet I (laughs) teleport every day. You know, most of the time I get in my car with an intention to go to the office and I'm down at the stop sign before I even turn my my motor on. I'm out of the garage. The garage is closed. The gates open. The gates close. And I'm down at at the first stop sign on my street on my way to the office. And I asked my master once about that. And he said, um, that is consciousness tapping you on the shoulder, letting you know who's in charge. <laughs> and I thought that was a really sweet answer. I was concerned. Yeah, I, like it. You know, I was concerned about, you know, the the power of it because, you know, as we start on these various paths, And we notice the stuff that, you know, a lot of people do or can do. It becomes quite a, uh, quite sort of a sexy or sort of a a desirable thing. Oh, I want to do that. Well, that's, that's all ego. And that's, you know, a very lower, um, let's just say example of what's possible. You know, the unfolding will happen the way it's supposed to, whether it's teleportation or whether it's slowing down time. I remember I drove from Westwood to downtown L.A. uh, in heavy traffic uh, in 10 minutes, and I remember every step of it. Mm -hmm. Teleportation between one place and another is instantaneous, and there's really no memory to it. There's just an awareness that, oh, I'm here. And I was there it's like right. the fa- it's like the fabric of space and time open and you instantaneously go through this membrane and you're somewhere else in and this I think, reality
1: I think that's the tube torus at work possibly uh-huh. yeah because we have an idea that time is linear and uh, that entire conversation and I've done remote viewing and once you get inside of the tube torus you can actually travel into the past present and future and I I do a form of emotional release work Ron that's at drvalerie.com and doctor is all spelled out and literally uh, uh, clients actually travel to different times and places and sometimes occasionally it's in the future Um, sometimes it's in the past sometimes it's back into their DNA but they literally travel and and, uh, it's within each of us is the ability to time travel within ourselves inside of the Taurus, and if you want to take a look at a tube torus, there's one over at happily 200, and that's one of the reasons that we talk about the possibility of living to be 200, because we're taught paradigms. We're taught that fire burns, for instance, and uh, a lot of people firewalked. I'm one of them. Randy has firewalked, too, so that breaks that paradigm, and what Ron's doing is he's offering you the possibility of a wide open paradigm and it will be different for each of us I especially wanted to have this program and I'm especially grateful to Gail for being here this morning because Gail though she doesn't talk about it much she's deeply spiritual and has very profound practices and does very magical things in my opinion in her life and uh, has, has been very generous on the planet and uh, I'm honored to have her here since 1987. As I originally met her as a listener, and, and now as a dear friend and a mentor and a part of the team here. So we're here for you. And a lot of what you hear about on the radio is is about the the blue pill world. And if you're having red pill experiences or spiritual experiences, you may or or, or, or may not be comfortable in sharing them. And if you don't have a circle that. The purpose of this program for me and my invitation to Ron was to open a portal so that those things that you think about and don't talk about are are fair for you, and they're part of the game, and um, we welcome you to explore yourself and to be with others in the same way, whether it's a full moon ceremony or you celebrate the solstice, which, as Ron, you were pointing out earlier, is actually June the 20th this year as well. So we've got Monday, the full moon. Monday,
2: yeah. Yeah, Monday. wow.
1: You know, it's
2: And solstice, yeah. It's a very powerful day and we're going to collect Oramus and everybody that comes gets a free bottle of oramus as an exchange.
0: Yeah,
2: and and you're drawn to
1: there's different colored ones, so you'll take one that you're drawn to and that will be the perfect one for you. As yeah. we get near the end of the program here, um, uh, uh, anything you want to put into the mix, into our Orimus mix here?
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's really simple. I, I was just thinking, Ron, <clears throat> in terms of energy, you know, you can go into a room and you can sometimes feel the negativity, and then, you know, you can go somewhere else and have a totally different experience. So it's kind of with us all the time, that level of e- of energy awareness.
2: It is, it is, and and uh, having awareness, you know, holding that awareness in every moment is really quite a practice, uh, and anybody can do it. I mean, you don't even need a red pill or a, or a Navipassana. I mean, just to hold awareness, you know, is really quite a profound uh, practice. Not
1: only is it fun for fan folks it's a heck of a lot of fun you should see all the wide variety of magical human beings that I met that had collected at Ron's office that I uh, I got happy I felt like I was home or or something of that nature because normally I would maybe run into one or two of these people in a year right and here were a room full of people with their minds open and their hearts open and their spirits open so That's the privilege of it, and I hope that you can create something like that for yourself for the full moon as well. Let's just take, oh, I was just going to say, let's take a moment and just say um, thank you to Ron, thank you to Gail. Um, thank you to the universe. This program has been brought to you by Kirkgard Intergalactic Media, our radio partners, Koning Company. dot com. Doctor James Murphy, John Denver, Tippy Hedren, Carol Channing, Deepak Chopra, Ed Asner, Dennis Weaver, Larry Hagman, and Esther Williams. Admiral Eugene Carroll, Jane Goodall, and Jonathan Granoff. Dennis Kucinich, Terry Cole, Whitaker, David R. Descent of King David. 42Action.org, Edward F. Group III, and DrValery.com, and Dr. is all spelled out. Thanks to Paul C. Bragg for leaving us your daughter, Patricia, to continue your work. And a big thanks to our team at Voice America, Jess Spinard, our producer, Ryan Treasure, and Randy Jackman, our friends at Cumulus Radio, Mike Vitale, Mary Flynn, and Ron Simon, to John Young at Totally Gospel. A big thanks for all the airtime and friendship you have given us over the years, and a big thanks to our webmaster. Merci beaucoup to Ben Meigan for our music, Almost Ordinary People, which is available to use the free and p3 uh, bless yourself and everyone else today you're magical you're so are we people with extraordinary plans and you're not crazy
0: anymore crazy thank you for joining us today for waking up in america with valerie kirkgaard Waking up in America can be heard live every Wednesday on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com. This
1: is for you through now your heart is